This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. Okay. Hey guys, what is up? You are now tuned in for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast, a podcast specifically for the unoffended but constantly irritated individuals. I am your host, Sid, sharing the deets on what has me fed up this week because, again, you guys, it's always something. But I am super duper happy to introduce my guests for this week's discussion, well known for their monthly tarot scopes on YouTube. Tarot by Bronx is a non-binary tarot reader, well-versed in providing guidance for love and life of every astrological sign. I love Bronx's readings because they typically relate, I think, to the exact situation that I am often in. Um, I need closure on it. And I'm also happy to have someone here who I feel like is in a field that's like so, like somewhat underrepresented. So again, super duper excited to have Bronx here. Do you want to give a quick introduction? Well, hey, I'm Terrell by Bronx. Just go by Bronx. Um, and I've been doing tarot for about two years now. And I have my monthly Zodiac readings that I'm most known for on YouTube and my messages on Twitter. And yeah, I just, I'm the, the tarot reader and I just be giving the messages. And I love that. I feel like I am definitely someone who is obsessed with tarot readings. As I shared before, I love astrology. Considering the amount of details and I feel like the system that is required of readings, I just like the insight that it gives, you know? Mm -hmm. And over the years, I feel like I've definitely seen a surge in the amount of people that are looking for tarot readers and energy healers, as well as astrology just to help them. So I think it's great. And I definitely want to get in today's discussion about how can we use this to our advantage? How can tarot reading not be so intimidating or even like the negative press that it's received? But jumping in to the first segment of the show, we have fed up our So I use this segment to allow my guests to like get to get into the show and give my audience a chance to get to know my guests better. So you can share what has you fed up this week or previously. Okay, so like, is this in regards to tarot? Like, it can be in regards to anything. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, well, I I think like I get fed up a lot when it comes down to um, Twitter Mm -hmm. and just like this was this wasn't this week, but this was a few weeks ago, and it happened to be like tarot related. Just like Mm -hmm. how some things get misinterpreted that I say on my Mm -hmm. Twitter account, um, and just people like you know, it's hard to balance out the personal life with my my Twitter because I have a, a big platform. Platform. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, people project on so much what they want to, you know, what they expect of me. And so if like I'm saying my personal life or I'm saying things about how I feel about something, mm-hmm. I think people just kind of run with it and they take it the wrong way. And they're just like, oh, well, Bronx, you know, meant this and that and that. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I just said what I meant. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any like, you know, 
background. So that's just something that happens like almost every week. That and I, always I really definitely wanted. see that happening just because Twitter is a place where people will involuntarily just put off their project projections onto anybody. The minute you don't right. agree with them or anything of that nature, then it's all, oh, well, y'all don't understand or y'all don't get this. And it's like, no, we're just on a public platform. Therefore I can respond. But then again, exactly. like you said, don't try to interpret this anyway or speak for me. Mm-hmm. And I can see that happening a lot. And even my fed up or fucked up is a little bit similar um, with something that I see on Twitter all the time. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis is a small city. And we have this knack for being fixated on the high schools people went to. I don't know why, mm. but that's just like, I guess, the Midwest thing. But for my non-St. Louisans out there, I recently posted to my Twitter about this fixation with people from my city discussing the local high schools that they went to or even this odd debate of St. Louis City versus St. Louis County. And we're a little bit different from most cities just because the city of St. Louis voted to be like outside of the county. So we have all of these random municipalities. So if you ever were to visit, you will literally move two seconds away and see a police car with another name on it just because of that's how the areas are split up. But recently I follow people I know and everything else, but people will get into these weird ass debates. Like, well, I went to this high school. So this is the kind of person I am. And I went here. So this is the type of person I am. And I'm always like, at the end of the day, life goes on. I understand (laughs) the underlining tones of it because a lot of times people are using this to distinguish, well, what, what race? Okay. Probably black as she went to that high school this how much money and so forth but it is annoying as hell especially coming from other black people because i'm like at the end of the day look we all try to make it and do what we have to do this is the last mm-hmm. sort of discussion that should be brought up because in essence you guys are trying to use it to separate us and everything else which i just think is dumb and at this point i'm old and i'm tired <laughs> i am i'm so tired i'm like <laughs> Our community is small in general, so frequently even the circles that I feel like we socialize in overlap. So even if you might have went somewhere different, there is a chance you've run into this person. But again, very St. Louis is so dumb. I want y'all to stop, please. I'm I'm begging. I am begging. But any I've never heard of that before. Like I, I've never known that was a thing, like in other places. It's so dumb. I'm just like, who cares? Do they do that where you're from? And you're from New York, correct? Yeah, I'm from New York, but uh I went to high school in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say kinda. Like I've I've heard it like, you know, I mm-hmm. go to this school, this school, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like a a thing it's just like some people just say it but Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely a thing here and again it's utterly ridiculous because I've heard it all my life even when I went to college and got a job people oh well high school I'm like look we are in the same position like we work in the same company or we went to the same college so it doesn't matter because we in the same space we're getting Mm -hmm. the same opportunity we've worked however hard to get here so I personally don't think it matters and y'all shouldn't either (laughs) 
<laughs> but moving on to the main segment, which is why I have Bronx here, we are going to get into tarot reading. So diving into our topic for this week's episode, I'll give a little bit of background on tarot reading for those that aren't as aware. And again, I'm just giving this as my very civilian, non-energy healer related background, but a tarot deck has about like 78 cards, um, various card meanings, and these can provide insight to the past, present, and future. Future, And again, I generally see it as an intuitive tool that can allow you to work with the current energy that's going on in your life or just in the universe in general. And my biggest thing is I'm a Virgo. I'm a double Virgo. I'm Virgo rising and Virgo sun. So I want as much insight as possible. If there, if there is anybody who wants to know something, it's me. What's next? What should I expect? How can this go? So I definitely love tarot card readings. Even then, I know, I, I kid you not, I was probably out once or twice with my friends at the bar and probably pulled up like tarot readings on YouTube while everybody else is just minding their business because I felt like I wanted to know something at that period of time. But again, it definitely gives you some sort of insight. So I tend to even have a harder time formulating questions because again, I want to know everything, which is probably my downfall. But I'm happy to have Bronx here with me today to break things down a notch, you know, for those who feel a little bit intimidated by the tarot process or even annoying things that she's encountered as an energy worker. So like Bronx said before, she is not new to tarot reading in the spiritual realm. And I'm an avid tweeter. So I previously came across um, their readings thanks to Twitter. And I'm always on the lookout for Black energy workers, including a few other astrologers I follow, including like um, Tatiana Tarot, as well as like Astrology by Mecca, to name a few. So you know the algorithms were like, okay, here go some more people you need to check out. So I definitely came across your YouTube and was like, okay. I think this is the one. Let me keep watching these. Let me tune in for the monthly tarot scope. So can you give a little bit more about how you got into tarot reading? Yeah. So um, basically, it, it wasn't like a uh, like a huge story type of thing, but it's just like one, I've always been interested in horoscopes and zodiac signs, but never like tarot. Like that really used to scare me. I guess when I was younger, because I didn't want to deal with anything that could be dangerous or dark or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely found that it's not dark. Like, that's not the energy that I use. I don't know what other people are doing with their tarot, <laughs> but, you know, everybody has different practices. Um, but basically, it was just like, I just remember, I think I was a junior. I think I was a junior in college. Mm -hmm. um and I was just going through a very hard time like mm -hmm. I was going through a heartbreak mm -hmm. at the time and I just was looking for I guess some more guidance or something mm -hmm. that could help me heal mm -hmm. and so I just saw some some YouTube readings like I didn't know that people could do because I always tried to look at horoscopes and see if it would help but I was like I don't know how I found like YouTube readings like mm -hmm. I don't know somehow I just looked it up or something and I was like oh I didn't know that you could have like a monthly horoscope or like a horoscope in a video format I thought that was so cool mm -hmm. so like just 
watching that and I just was watching it for a minute and then I was like I don't know this is something I want to try like to do for myself because I always wanted to have a YouTube channel I just didn't know what I wanted to do on it so I was like I could do that and I just like had a very strong passion to try it out Mm -hmm. so like once I tried it like had my own deck and everything like that it was just like oh yeah this is like feels very natural like this is something that I'm supposed to be doing Mm mm-hmm and I feel gifted in. So yeah, that's how that happened. It just kind of found me. I didn't really, you know, look for it. But it it was still more so like, okay, this is something I feel drawn to. I feel like I can connect with the work that I'm doing. And I feel like even your style of video, you're very um, interactive. Like when you're talking, you seem very engaged, even as you're like pulling the cars, like, wait a minute. Okay, this can be (laughs) this. So you again, I can definitely see that. And as I stated before, tarot readings can be open and focused on a specific area of life, um, such Mm -hmm. as love, career, money, friends, or even a general question. And according to some of the outlets that I saw online, I like to do a little bit of research. um, They said that a lot of tarot readings date back to like 14th and 15th century. And again, any given tarot deck consists of about 78 cards and it's sorted in what's called the minor arcana. Is that the correct one? Oh, minor and major Uh arcana. Yeah. And then you see all of these various cards that I feel like we associate with pop culture. Like, you know, some cards pop out to people like tower, Mm -hmm. death, devil, even though they don't necessarily correlate with anything evil. It's more so like an ending and release, Mm -hmm. sort of speak. It's still kind of um, things that stand out because even my friends who aren't into any sort of energy or anything like that, they know a little bit about tarot readings. They're like, wait a minute, I think I've seen this (laughs) card. And even now Mm -hmm. online, I know recently they were talking about um, it was a major fashion house. But they were releasing some sort of purse and it had like five of wands design no, on that. it. Um, was it uh, Versace? It was Chanel? It was somebody. But even then, all the energy workers were like, wait a minute. See, this is how we know. Nobody yeah, who has it sense. Wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't a good card. Mm-hmm. on there so that's why it was just like um they could have put something else but. but but still people are getting to be familiar with it and um mm-hmm. bronx you typically do your readings as taroscopes so you do them like monthly according to the zodiac signs where the readings mm-hmm. are based around the energy surrounding that placement um so for instance you guys there can be a february virgo reading which can apply to somebody with a virgo sun moon arising so i was just going to ask what made you put it in that particular format do you feel like it was more helpful when you were um getting feedback or was it just something that you thought okay i like to organize it this way? Um, I think like, I just, after watching a lot of different readers, just how they do it, like Mm -hmm. most of them do it that way. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start with sun, moon, rising. Then I started adding Venus and now I have North Node and South Node because I feel like that's another like placement that I really resonate with, with people. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of building off that. And then um, once I decided that I'm going to start doing this regularly, that's when I changed it to like monthly horoscopes. Like, but I also reiterate the fact that my readings are timeless. So even if I'm putting it out in February, 
it doesn't necessarily mean it just for February. So it can resonate like after February or even like before, you you know, February. Um, so mm-hmm. it's just like that's the month it was released okay. to help people find it. Okay. And that makes complete sense because then if anybody were to come back to the video at that point in time, that could just be what their energy is seeking out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. And I was going to say too, um, funny enough is a lot of times when you see people who do like tarot readings online on like a, a platform in a lot of ways, you also to me, it seems like you take your time with pacing out releasing the zodiac sign that you're going to do next so it's not like rush whereas you know like some people are like oh i'm going to do a reading for boom 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 within this one day and it's not to bash them but to me it seems like you space out that energy a little bit more and has that helped yeah i definitely have to um i would say that's like that's like a really big thing for me that i've had to learn over time because i do i think with most of the people that do that they only have one main platform that they they're mm-hmm. doing it on mm. and it's like for me I'm doing personal readings I'm doing Twitter messages I'm doing my Patreon I'm doing YouTube so it's like that's not the only platform so it's like one I don't have time to do it so quickly and mm-hmm. then two I just energetically cannot you know and people don't understand that a lot of time like the impatient people um, <laughs> that's the most annoying thing but yeah that that's the reason why I do it uh, and it helps me mm-hmm. that it's not for anybody else. So, And I mean, it makes complete sense because I know they even say um, when you are looking in a getting a, a tarot reading or pulling your own cards for yourself, they say to take a break because mm-hmm. all you're going to do is like dilute the message if you just keep doing it over and over again, yeah. looking for different results and um, how to just like space it out. And I've also noticed in my research online that tarot cards, people think off bat, oh, this is telling the future or this is the yeah. amount of fortune that I will inherit. Almost like those old... <laughs> fortune teller games where you put in yeah. 25 cents and they give it right back to you. Whereas it's like, no, this can't, this can't be used for like instant gratification. So if you were to tell somebody who's getting a reading done for the first time or even watching your YouTube videos, what would you say is the best way to look at them and even receive the message? Um, I would say like mainly people, some people have asked me that before and I'm just mm-hmm. telling them like, just don't watch like a whole bunch um back to back because it will confuse you because one they're general so you can't you have to take it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. unless it like really resonates with your story personally there's no needing to try to make it fit or trying to put the you know force something to make sense for your story Mm -hmm. um and just like and also if that goes if you hear something you don't want to hear either that doesn't mean that it's going to happen to you or you know I think it's more so necessary like you have to just be aware of what mental state you're in when you go watch those readings because if you're like in a very vulnerable place there are some readers that are very much focused on just getting you to come back and watch again and they're not really trying to help you Mm -hmm. they're just you know telling you what you probably want to hear um so yeah just being using your your intuition and um using discernment because not all readers have the best interests at heart for the person and i feel like that is a great segue into what i was going to discuss next and um it's this whole thing that sometimes there is this like intentional negative connotation that 
tarot is evil. And even then, it's commonly associated with witchery due to the media representation and like on and on ongoing religious beliefs. And even then, there's this whole thing of displaying people that are tarot readers, are energy healers as they go run a scam on you. Like, oh no, this person is doing this to get something out of you or to have you coming back. And I think it's even funnier how you said towards the beginning of the segment where you were kind of a little put off at first by tarot reading because you're like, wait a minute, I don't think this is good. This seems bad. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially it depends on like your how you were raised, your religion, because I was raised like Catholic and Christian. So yeah, it was a thing where it's like nothing, no, nothing else <laughs> besides, you know, God and Jesus should be channeled and you. So that was a hard thing for me to like battle with. Mm-hmm. It was very brief though. I didn't battle with it for too long because I just felt like it was being used for a good reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if it, if it wasn't, then maybe that'd be something different, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely the same way. My family has always been, I feel like since I'm older now, they're just like, oh, you're an adult, but they know I like astrology and they know I'm interested in different things like spirituality, meditation, aligning my mm-hmm. chakras, all by crystals and different things. They're like, okay, we don't get it, but you do you. Seems like you're happy. You're not using it for bad. But I do have right. a couple relatives that are very much like, oh my God, yeah. you do that? Like yeah. that stuff is evil you see you just need to god will work and heal you through it and i'm like i i still believe in god i still feel like there is a being out there and have a relationship with him but in the meantime i am going to use what i feel as resources these Mm -hmm. intuitive tools to still be i feel like more mindful yeah in essence yeah i agree with that um i think the older generation definitely sticks to uh, it can be more closed-minded honestly when it comes down to virtuality and anything outside of the religion that they grew up on it looks to be like disrespectful to do anything outside of that so you know i i get some backlash from um some family members but mm-hmm. for the most part you know my mom's supportive and my dad so that's what really counts to me so it's you know it's my life, so I'm going to continue. Hey, as you should, as you should. And it's perfectly said. And the last thing that I was just going to ask, Bronk, are there any other times besides the Twitter, um, which you discussed before, while you're working as a tarot reader, where it's just been like little annoyances or any situations where you're like, okay, this is really annoying? Yeah. <laughs> for sure i i think like um you know i ever since i started like when people realize oh i do these monthly videos it's like it it, got, it does come back to twitter but it's also on instagram or it's on youtube where people are always asking me you know when are you gonna post this reading when 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 and I do remind people that I do not plan out which readings I'm doing in the month advance like I'll do them all but I don't know the order Mm-hmm. until like I wake up and I'm like I want to do this reading so you know just reiterating that and people being like oh you don't like this sign like <laughs> you like oh Bronx hates Capricorns because they don't post it I'm like I post every sign it's just I always mix it up so everybody has a chance to be first or is going to mm-hmm. be at the end at some point Mm-hmm. So people just don't realize, like, there's only one me and just asking me, when are you going to post it? When are you going to post it? All the time. Like, it drives me crazy. But I try not to get so worked up about it anymore because if I do, it's just going to make me, like, 
even more frustrated, probably like, why are you guys asking me this? I am, I'm already giving you in essence what you want. Therefore you can wait. What else are y'all doing? Right. Now I just tell people because I have a Patreon and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I release a lot of stuff on there too early. Mm -hmm. I'm like, y'all can sign up for that because this is just the pace that I move at. And that's all I can do. And I still, it's not like it's taking forever. Like it's every other day. So, you know, it's going to take me some time. But yeah, that just comes along with it. And that is very believable. Again, I have seen people do this to not only you, but other astrologers, energy mm-hmm. workers, anybody who works in the spiritual realm of asking them these questions and stuff. And people are like, wait a minute, look, I am about energy and healing, but y'all got me fucked up to a degree. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes, this is. I am doing this in essence for the better good of everybody who I see benefit from it, but... I mm-hmm. am still a human being. I can take yeah. breaks. That's I can rest. Forget. And it's crazy. And even then, I'm like, maybe you need something other than a message if you are mm-hmm. harassing me. Do you need therapy? Do you need some friends? Yeah. <laughs> I think they do. I think and so. I can believe it. I can't believe it. And also, you said before that you do personal tarot card readings for people like if they wanted to reach out and purchase a reading yeah well it's okay so now like I just finished doing my um personal readings that were on my website mm-hmm. now I only offer emergency readings and emergency readings are like readings that get sent out quick so one to two days um and they're more expensive because of the time frame that they get sent out in but mm-hmm. those are all I offer now because I'm taking a break from like my regular personals mm-hmm. that I've been working on for a while but yeah that's on my website tarotbybronx.com okay nice 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 and that makes complete sense because I know these people have probably been going through it with the panoramic and pandemic so you know <laughs> they are probably reaching out to you more than ever because even in my yeah. own life I'm like what Sydney what is going on what are you doing calm yeah. down I get you've been the in the retrograde they always reach out to me 10 times more. Interesting. It never, yeah, I I think that's so interesting because I notice it every, every retrograde, like I won't really get many requests for emergency readings or any readings in general. It's Mm -hmm. like, as soon as the retrograde starts, I get at least, I don't know, over the last few weeks, I've gotten probably like 15 people Mm -hmm. have reached out for one. I'm like, wow. (laughs) they're like wait a minute let me check my calendar let me double check to make sure I'm fully prepared and I feel like in general it's a lot it's so much going on in the world 24 7 that even being an energy healer and an energy worker it takes a lot because there is so much of a flow going on that you kind of have to like brace yourself like have you ever Mm -hmm. had any readings that you felt like okay this is like really heavy I'm gonna need to decompress. Yeah, that that does happen from time to time. Um, I would say like it hasn't been so heavy in a while when I've done somebody's reading, mm-hmm. um, but that has definitely happened before. And I'm just like, okay, that's it for today. I'm just <laughs> done with readings. I'm just gonna chill out. But um, I find it's it's easier now because like I have a better method of cleansing. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I first started, I didn't. So that's why it was like so much energy on me. But now I I have like better ways that I can cleanse my space. So it's not too much of a problem anymore. Mm -hmm. And see, folks, everybody needs to cleanse their space and energy and everything else. If you feel like you need to take a break from anything, please do it. Please Mm -hmm. spare us because nobody want to be bothered with you if you act like (laughs) that. 
But anywho, moving on to the last segment of the show, we have You Are Drove. So just a disclaimer, Bronx, Drove is St. Louis lingo. It's very much like you thought something was going to work out one way and to your benefit and everything else, and it flops. It's foolish. It's terrible. You're just like, what? Like how people thought 2020 would be. Like, oh, 2020 is my year. 2020 vision. We were all drove mm-hmm. as fuck because no, I don't know exactly. whose year it was. Right. <laughs> Who knows? But anywho, moving on to today's drove as fuck segment. I got this story from the Associated Press. I originally was going to do it over Gorilla Glue Girl, but I'm done. I'm tired. She got it out of her hair. We fine. It's okay. But basically, you guys, a Florida man proposed to his fiance using rings stolen from another lover. And I wanted to bring you guys this story because we just got done with Valentine's Day. So, you know, some messiness, some messiness, because it's always out there. But basically, I thought, why not bring a little bit of love into this episode, even if it didn't turn out quite as planned? There is currently an arrest warrant out for Joseph Davis, who allegedly stole an engagement ring and wedding bands from a girlfriend, using them to propose to another girlfriend. Uh. And the story gets worse, though. The girlfriend who he stole them from, she did not find out that they were stolen, nor that he had somebody else until she opened Facebook to see that he was engaged to another person. Oh my God. And when she looked at the pictures closely, as you know, as people do with their cute little engagement photos, she said, wait a minute, those are my damn rings. Mm -hmm. The rings look so similar to the rings from her prior marriage that she took a look at her jewelry box and sure enough, they were gone, along with a couple other things estimated at around $6,000 in stolen property. So the man just ransacked her, went off, proposed to a new boo, and she was on Facebook like, what? Mm-mm. And apparently, the other woman, you know, she had some common sense and returned the items after the, uh, I believe after the message went out and the police contacted her. But she had also been duped, too. On the same day, the same man, Davis, took that fiancé to a house that actually belonged to another woman while she was at work, claiming it was, it was his, then disappeared, leaving the fiancé in the house alone while also snatching up her jewelry and her laptop. What? <laughs> So he that got about he got about four different bras just like that. Like, yeah, okay, I got her. Like, wait, how many is that? Yes, he got all of them. And I just wanted to share this story, as you know, to let y'all know love is not in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the air. Oh my God. And as Bronx said before, it's still mercury retrograde so be prepared mm-hmm. for things just being a little bit wonky my ladies my men everybody run some yeah. background checks on your new bays and booze do it it's it's okay to check in with them they you don't know what anybody has going on 
That's true. I know wow. if this were to happen to me, I would definitely have to get my energy right after that because what am I even putting out into the universe? But it's like, how do people have, I don't, like, how do people can keep up with all these different energies like I never understand how these these dudes can do that like you it's just it's just so much work like it's so much work you're having to keep up with your lies and you're having to play along Mm -hmm. with it for so long that I mean even then eventually you're gonna slip up like this man did and now they have an arrest warrant out for you and you just all over the place stupid right here and there that's it's crazy but i guess scams go scam and they go continue <sighs> to do it but again you guys run background checks on these people but bronx it was so much fun having you on today's episode do you want to tell my audience where they can find you yes oh thank you for having me i really appreciate it um so you can find me at tarot by bronx on everything everything you can think of uh instagram youtube twitter where else am i uh my website terriblebronx.com you can google me terrible by bronx you'll find me yes you sure will their youtube videos are great so make sure you check them out and Get your energy red. Heal yourself. (laughs) Figure some stuff out. And that is it again, you guys, for this week. I'm going to give you the spiel, as I always do. As somebody who's an avid complainer, I don't mind hearing your complaints, but only when it's right. So let me judge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should actually be annoyed or offended. And make sure to email them to me at annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Thanks again for tuning in, you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at annoyednotoffended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.